It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, guys? It is Wednesday, June 19th, 2019. This is Locked On Phillies. I am Tim Kelly. Today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. And if you needed to catch up on Philly's video yearbooks and the Bryce Harper press conference and anything the Phillies had in their DVD or even VHS collection, the last two nights have given you a pretty good chance because Monday night's game was rained out after the Nationals waited things out for nearly three hours, which was ridiculous, and I'll touch on that more in a minute. But that game is going to be made up as part of a doubleheader today, assuming the weather holds off today. Tuesday's game was postponed after a rain delay that lasted nearly two hours. That game obviously couldn't be made up this week. You can't have two back-to-back doubleheaders. 
I know there's someone out there probably older in age that rolled their eyes at that, but logistically, you can't have two doubleheaders on consecutive days. Uh, instead, that game will be moved to a doubleheader on September 24th, so the Phillies will now have 14 games in the final 13 days of the 2019 season, where they presumably, whether they make the playoffs or don't make the playoffs, will be competing for the playoffs, and Gabe Kapler's likely going to need every man on the 40-man roster during that stretch, especially in terms of pitchers. I will say, I walked away from Monday night legitimately disgusted at how the evening was handled by the Nationals in baseball, and it's not like that weather was a surprise. I get the inconvenience of postponing and rescheduling games and the desire to get those games in, but at the two-hour mark of a rain delay, there needs to be some sort of protocol. Most likely, if a game isn't ready, a night game isn't ready to go after a two-hour rain delay, it should be postponed. Even if that's inconvenient, it is what it is. The field isn't ready to play. You can't play. There are examples of times where the radar shows some clearing and you get through that two-hour rain delay and you say, we can't start the game at 9 o'clock, but we can start the game at 9.45. Fine, but at 9 o'clock, there has to be some sort of answer, some sort of conclusion. It can't be, oh no, it's it's still uh, we're still in rain delay, uh, check back on Twitter again in 15 minutes. No, it has to be either we're not playing this game, here's when this game is being played, or we do anticipate playing this game, this is going to be the start time. Uh, baseball needs to get that together because people schedule their whole evenings around these games. Some of us schedule our whole work schedules based upon these games. And holding us hostage past the two-hour mark, it's just wrong. Uh, I've been talking to you guys all season long about low-key bracelets, and there's a reason why. They allow you to stay humble and hopeful while repping your favorite teams. Low-key bracelets are infused with water from Mount Everest, the highest point on Earth, and mud from the Dead Sea, which is the lowest point on Earth. It's a daily reminder to help you find your balance in life. Lokai is an incredible collection of game day bracelets, which features a really cool Phillies bracelet that you can get 20% off of using our promo code Philadelphia Phillies, which is all one word. If you don't want the Phillies one, they have an Eagles one. If you have a fan, a, a family member, or you are a fan of the Red Sox, or you know, go any team, the New England Patriots, whatever team you're a fan of, they have your bracelet. This promo code is good for it. Go to lokai.com. L-O-K-A-I.com. Time is running out to use the promo code Philadelphia Phillies, which is all one word, to get 20% off. So I'm not Glenn Hurricane Schwartz, and I'm not going to pretend to be, but I am capable of Googling. And I feel like part of my job today is to give you the forecast in D.C. because the past two nights it's obviously kept the Phillies from playing. The first of this day-night doubleheader, I think this counts as a day-night doubleheader, uh, will start at 1 o'clock. At that time, the chance of rain is at about 60%. The chance of precipitation is at about 60%, and it stays that way till about 6 or 7 o'clock. So if either of these two games are in jeopardy, it's that first one, but you would anticipate they are going to almost force that game to be played. The second game, around 7 p.m., the chance of rain goes down to 50%, and then by 10 o'clock, it's at about 25%. So that second game, you're almost, you're pretty sure you're going to be able to get that in in some form. You don't want to be in a situation where you start that second game at 11 o'clock, though. So it'll be interesting if there's a delay at any point or before the first game to see how they handle that uh, obviously though it's not a good situation that you've had these back-to-back rain out games 
And thunderstorms are in the forecast tomorrow. Thursday, there's rain in the schedule for a day game. Uh, that weather or that game is going to start or it's supposed to start at seven o'clock when there's about a 50% chance of precipitation, although that does drop off. But either way, you're going to be navigating around rain for the rest of this series as you have already and you haven't even been able to navigate it uh, through these first two games. Patrick Corbin is going to get the ball for the Nationals in the first game, assuming there is a first game. He will pitch against Zach Eflin. Corbin's having a solid season. He's got a 4.11 ERA, a 3.89 FIP. But that's certainly not the season they expected from him when they signed him to a six-year deal. Remember, the Phillies and Yankees were very interested in him. They weren't willing to go to that sixth year. And based off how he pitched last year, he was one of the five or six best pitchers in the sport last year. He's given them a solid left-handed arm, but he's been more middle-of-the-rotation guy this year. And the biggest problem I think the Phillies and Yankees had is how is Patrick Corbin, who's had some injury issues, going to be in year five and six of this deal? They thought that year one and two, he's going to be one of the best pitchers in the sport. So far, he hasn't been that. And for the Phillies' sake, hopefully he won't be that at least today. Zach Eflin, meanwhile, he's having the best season of any Phillies pitcher. He's got a 2.81 ERA, although... Uh, unfortunately for the Phillies, his 4.14 FIP suggests that some regression is coming. And look, prior to the season, a 4.14 FIP from Eflin, that would not have been a disaster by any means. But with how much Aaron Nola struggled in 2019, and you're really starting to get the feeling that there's not going to be a moment with him this season where things just click, and he doesn't even have to be Aaron Nola from last year, but even from the second half of 2017, he was an excellent pitcher. He just hasn't been that this year, and I don't doubt that he will be that again. I'm beginning to doubt he'll be that again in 2019. So between that and Jake Arrieta's just not had a bounce back season. At most, he's a number three, and that's probably being generous at this stage. The type of regression that Phipps suggests that Zach Eflin is going to have, that would really put the Phillies in a hole. Even if we assume they're going to trade for another pitcher, if they trade for whichever of the major names, Stroman, Bumgarner, whoever, that are out there, if Zach Eflin regresses, Aaron Nola doesn't bounce back, and Jake Arrieta is what he is, you don't have a playoff rotation with that. And I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but just know that this is a possibility because I find FIP, which is fielding independent pitching, it takes a lot of the luck factors out of ERA in terms of benefiting or not benefiting from the defense behind you. I find that to be the best indicator of future performance for a pitcher and it's suggesting that the future performance of Zach Eflin is not going to be bad, but it's going to be more like what you expected from him before the season where he belongs in your rotation. There's no debate about that, but is he someone that's going to be your number one or two starter carrying you to the playoffs? Probably not. So that's something to monitor. Today's show is also brought to you in part by BlueChew.com. BlueChew provides you with the same chewable or the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis without the name brand price. And since it's a chewable, it works quicker than a pill so you can be ready whenever a moment arises. They also ship to your house in a discreet package so all the awkwardness of an in-person doctor's visit or waiting in the line at the pharmacy, it's all gone. Right now, there's a special deal for Locked On Phillies listeners. Go to BlueChew.com and use the promo code MLB to take 20 20% off. That's bluechew.com, promo code MLB. Game two of this doubleheader, again, assuming things uh, stay the way they are, and if game one is rained out or postponed or whatever you want to call it, 
Game two's pitcher for the Nationals, at the very least, is almost certainly going to change. We will see. Jake Arrieta is going to pitch for the Phillies in game two at this juncture, and the Nationals are in a TBD right now. It should be Max Scherzer, but Scherzer broke his nose on a bunt pregame yesterday. It was ugly. He didn't miss the ball in batting practice. He bunted it, and it came back and hit him in the face. It, it, his nose was gushing blood. The good news here is that the Nationals announced that he passes to CAT scan, so there's no concussion, there's no lingering concern. But obviously, breaking your nose is not a good injury. My guess is that he's Max Scherzer. He's kind of a different breed. I think he's going to be out there pitching, but it's something to monitor. And the fact that they didn't just say, no, he's Max Scherzer, he's going to start tomorrow, something to keep in mind. If he does pitch, He's just been amazing again. He finished runner-up in the Cy Young Award last year to Jacob deGrom, but he may legitimately have had his best season ever last year, which is saying something considering he's won three Cy Young Awards, and despite being a late bloomer, he really clicked uh, with the Detroit Tigers in his late 20s. He's probably going to be in Cooperstown at the end of his career And yet again, for the second straight year, the Nationals are disappointing, but Max Scherzer is having maybe the best season of his career. He's going to turn 35 next month, but he's setting the bar even higher. He's got no run support this year, which is why he's 5-5 through 15 starts. But he has a 2.81 ERA, and unlike Zach Eflin, he has a 2.27 FIP, which is the best mark in baseball, even better than Hinjin Ryu of the Dodgers, who he has a 1.26 ERA right now. He's the early favorite to start in the All-Star game and win the National League Cy Young Award. Uh, Max Scherzer's FIP blows his away, and so does his F4. His F4 at 3.8 is the best of any pitcher in the sport as well. So Max Scherzer's having another incredible season if he isn't able to pitch uh, Eric Fetty, I believe, was scheduled to start on Tuesday initially before the rainout Monday. He's a possibility. Steven Schausberg is scheduled to start against Aaron Nola Thursday, but if Max Scherzer can't pitch, perhaps they'll have him pitch in that game. So those are the two possibilities. Either way, considering it's day two of a or game two of a uh, doubleheader in the stretch of it's not going to be 17 games in 17 days anymore but it's still a bunch of days in a row without an off day the Phillies cannot burn their bullpen so they're going to need something big out of Jake Arrieta tomorrow and I know he bounced back to his, uh, at least a relative degree in his last start but you're not left with a ton of confidence in the Phillies ability to win that second game right now a few other notes on injuries Roman Quinn has been activated since the last time the Phillies played uh, JT Real Muto told uh, Megan Montemuro who does an incredible job for the athletic he told her yesterday that he expected to start one of the two games in the doubleheader on Wednesday we'll see which one of those two that is I would imagine it will be game two because Zach Eflin has been paired and done pretty well with Andrew Knapp this season. We'll see. Uh, JT Realmuto suffered a very unfortunate injury that uh, many men go through at different times, but that in the rain delay, it finally got, or the rain outs, I should say, finally got him a little time off, which he desperately needed. I, I think he runs into this trap where, If you see a catcher like Wilson Ramos or even Carlos Ruiz that are bigger guys, you know that you can't run these guys out there every day and expect that they're not going to, 
the wear and tear is not going to get to them at some point in the season. JT Real Muto is built more like Darren Dalton or, uh, you know, an athletic catcher. Darren Dalton, late in his career when he couldn't catch anymore, went out and played right field. JT Real Muto is an athletic enough player that if he wasn't catching, he could play and probably play pretty well at another position. And he runs in this trap where you think, oh, well, he's so athletic. He runs the bases so well. He doesn't look like he needs a day off. Obviously, he's one of your best players, maybe your best player. You don't want to give him a day off. But I I know as of a few days ago, he was on pace to catch almost 140 games this season. You can't do that. You you not only invested in JT Real Muto for this season, I'm assuming you've invested in him for five or six seasons because you traded Jorge Alfaro, who has flaws, and I don't know if you will ever click, but if he does, he has a chance to be very good. And you traded Sixto Sanchez, who is one of the best pitching prospects the Phillies have had in their history. Again, injury-wise, you don't know if he's going to pan out or if he'll be too brittle. But the stuff is incredible. You traded that to a division rival. I know he's under contract only through next year, but I, I would assume JT Real Muto is going to be here for the foreseeable future. So this is a long-term investment. You can't run him into the ground. Uh, Gabe Kapler did say yesterday that Jay Bruce was available to pinch hit. So I don't know if he'll start either of the games, the doubleheader, but the hamstring tweak, unless there's something, there's a setback, and sometimes players are available to pinch hit, and the next day they decide, you know, we're going to have to put you on the injured list. Right now, though, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Tommy Hunter is currently rehabbing with single-A Clearwater. He hasn't pitched yet in 2019 after what was a disappointing first season with the Phillies last year. But they expect him to bring some level of stability back to a bullpen that's just been ravished with injuries. The bad news, and you know, you take it with a grain of salt because rehab appearances are really about just making it through healthy and getting back into the groove of things. In his first inning of work at Single A Clearwater, he did allow a home run, so take that for what it's worth. Uh, two other guys that aren't quite ready but are close. Adam Morgan's going to begin a rehab stint at Double A Reading today. Very good news. Adam Morgan, prior to going down with an elbow injury, had been it, probably the second best reliever behind Hector Neris, but having someone pitch that well. And Jose Alvarez, after a bad start, has kind of uh, found his legs again. So I, I think if you get both those two back, you're in a good situation in terms of lefties in your bullpen. And then Adam Hazley is apparently about a week away with the hamstring injury of his own from being ready to go on a rehab stint. Gabe Kapler said yesterday, though, he's not sure if Hazley will go on a rehab stint or just be immediately activated like uh, Pat Neshek was a few days ago. Certainly... <laughs> I did not expect at the beginning of the season for the Phillies to be in a situation where they'd have to... I didn't expect Adam Hazley to be on the team until September at the earliest. I certainly didn't expect him to be on the team in a, a matter where the Phillies were so thin that they felt pressed to rush him back without even a rehab. And rush him back isn't the right way. But if you had even one of McCutcheon and, uh, or Odubel Herrera, you'd send him out on a rehab stint. Now the need's pressing, and when he's healthy, they may just activate him right away. Phillies, at least on the schedule, will have a doubleheader today. We'll see if that actually transpires. No matter what, you can follow me on Twitter at Tim Kelly Sports and read my work on philliesnation.com and 94wip.com. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.